Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side, beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. You found us, whatever podcast app on the Up Next feed, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast and YouTube.com slash Up Next. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Yeah, uh, we've had a bunch of hangouts on our, our streaming platforms because we did Up Next last night, chatting all about the possibly the end of 2.0 mm-hmm. uh, and uh, NXT. And then we went live earlier today, which is the video replay still up there. And the podcast is on this feed and the post feed, if you didn't check it out, where we were chatting all about a year in review of 2.0. Yeah, today, September 14th, marks a whole year since the beginning of NXT 2.0. And we were joined by uh, Denise Alcedo and Jason Solomon, uh, to talk all about it, and we went through kind of our favorite matches, our uh, some of our favorite, like who we see breaking out, some of our least favorite moments, our least favorite gimmicks, head scratching moments, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was a nice way to put a bow on 2.0. Yeah, we had a, a blast uh, chatting with with those two uh, who are just killing it at the whole wrestling podcast game. So it was like a privilege and an honor to do a show with both of them. So. Uh, that was fun, a lot of fun. So go check out that show, chatting all about. We we do chat about the black and gold, or maybe was it gold and white and black paint job that NXT got now? It's still black and yeah, gold yeah. to me. Yeah, uh, they're actually taping two episodes. Uh, they taped, I think, tonight. So the next few weeks, it looks like they're going to be a pre-taped show, which we well, kind of sorting out the set. I yeah, guess, we yeah. were alluding to that possibly that's probably something that they're doing. So um, uh, I don't I I don't read ahead. 
But there was something that makes me go, okay, I could be pretty into some things going forward. So NXT is already back to being the, the best show ever. Nice. Right? Good stuff. All right. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, so we'll chat about uh, that next week. I- I'm not going to go live on Tuesday night after NXT, but uh, podcast slash audio will be going up with me and uh, guest co-host Chris Walder from the Walder Sportscast is going to be joining me to chat all about NXT next Tuesday. So that will drop sometime Tuesday night. Uh, and then you're going to Grand Slam. I will be. Yeah, this time next week, I'll be be sitting through the two hour gra- uh, Grand Slam rampage taping at this point. Yeah. It it was long. It was long last year, so it's yeah. It's gonna be great, but it'll yeah, be fun. It I need to pace myself. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it's 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 hard. These like a one hour rampage is yeah. hard. Two hours, but I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. And you're gonna have a pre drink. Yeah, exactly. Next uh, next Wednesday, Wednesday twenty first September from three p.m. Uh, I've reserved a spot at the Cheap Shots Bar in Queens. Uh, all the information's on our socials, but come along. It's no cover. We're going to be playing some wrestling songs, having a lot of shots, some some $5 wings, I think, are going on. Uh, it'll be great to hang out with as many wrestling fans as possible next week. So if you're in the New York, Queens area, even if you're not going to uh, Grand Slam, come along, have a drink, have fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of the best fun we have is, of course, going to these wrestling shows, but getting to meet uh, a lot of our listeners and our and our friends. Friends. So uh, uh, make sure you have uh, a few shots for me with shots of the lads and the boys and the crew showing up. So that sounds uh, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and then you'll be doing some sort of show, possibly the Thursday or mm-hmm. something along those lines. But we will work it out. Follow the socials for all that. We recorded another show today uh, for the Patreon that will be dropping uh, this before this weekend on the Patreon for North American and World Champ Tears. Best match ever, NXT UK. We finally put a pin in it it's done the nxt uk is dead but we go through a curated list of the best nxt t nxt uk tv matches uh john Cena helped us out since he does shot in the dark on this feed with new one dropped today you should check that out as well and uh we chat all about the the best uk matches and let me tell you lots of great hidden gems a lot of hidden gems yeah the the list is on our patreon so if you want to go and have a look uh we've uh, picked eight matches that we've gone through uh, and talked all about. And obviously there are the, the takeover specials as well, which had some great NXT Which UK we discussed as well, too. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a real uh, Hidden Gems show. And I'm sure if you've got Peacock or the network, it's very easy to go back and watch uh, these. They're all about 20 minutes as well. Good length. Good matches, yeah. honestly. And I, I know. Solid stuff. Yeah, we, we, we know we cover a, a lot of stuff. And UK show was just something that we never really wanted to cover each week because we just add on even though it's an hour but we would check it out here and there and some of these matches are totally worth it and a lot of fun to chat about we chat about the whole history of the nxt uk and how it came to be and how it came to not be any longer so that was a fun show that's dropping this weekend uh patreon if you aren't a member and you want to give us a shot it's five bucks for north americans here you get access to that show plus all the other shows that we dropped this month and are dropping like a special uh one-off detox podcast with myself and jordan goodman who's going to be we're going to be chatting all about all sorts of wonderful things that you wouldn't know you need that's going to be dropping uh and you get access to everything that in the back catalog so hey go give us a shot it's only five bucks and you get access to all the podcasts that we do retro nxt movie reviews and all that jazz absolutely yeah yeah um and yeah i believe we're doing some more movies later this month with the karate kid part three yeah 
which with I've never seen. So. Cobra Kai dropping. I've got a lot of catching up to do. Which uh, which has a, another Chris Jericho apparently. Like I don't I don't know if this is a spoiler because I've seen it all over online, but. Judas is used in oh, Cobra really? Kai. Very nice. <laughs> and they referenced him in the last season, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I do have to catch up on, on that. So we will be reviewing that in a, in a week or two as well. Yeah. Karate Kid Part 3. Uh, I, uh, I, I think I caught up to it. It's such a silly show, that Cobra Kai, yeah, but I've it's not, so fun. Well, this is season five? Is, is it? it? Oh, wow. I need to see season, the last season. I, I haven't seen it. Oh, yet. shit. Okay. Maybe I'll but they're pretty easy to watch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I just like marathoned. It wasn't hard to do. It was really quick. The episodes are short, but The Bear, the, okay. the show about the like chef, the yep. kitchen in uh, like Chicago or something. Man, I really the the one like my favorite dude from that show, Shameless, is like the, now the lead in this show, and I think uh, it is fantastic. But um, definitely would recommend that show. Also, like working in a kitchen seems like one of the most stressful, like things mm-hmm. ever if you're a cook but great show um i'm trying to think of other things that i was watching because i also saw the uh the reunited picture of harris the first time i've ever seen harrison ford smile in a photo is when he got to reunite with data yes all these years later <laughs> and it broke the internet because like is harrison ford happy what's going on he's always usually kind of grumpy but uh that was pretty heartwarming and uh, i enjoyed seeing that all uh, grown up yeah, he was that guy um, is just amazing in everything all at once. I I told you you gotta check that movie out for sure. Probably one of my favorites this year. Um, all right, well, should we talk about some some dynamite? I this think week? so. Let's get into it. The the go home show for your Grand Slam next week. So uh, obviously we talked a bit uh, yesterday on up next about the whole no elite no CM Punk thing going on, and I think AEW is doing a pretty good job of you know. Using other big stars that they have, you saw reports that John Moxley was supposed to take a vacay, but instead here he, he is. He referenced it on the in the promo last <laughs> yeah. week. He's yeah. like, "I was meant to be on holiday now, but and here I am." Uh, it's all hands on deck, both him and Jericho. Jericho. Really, the last two weeks, uh, Danielson leading the stuff. Uh, yeah, apparently, what Pat Buck uh, was back today. Okay, um, from sort of, I guess his part of the investigation's over, so he's. He's back, uh, so yeah, we'll be interested to see when this investigation wraps up and see what's going to happen. Whether what's we're gonna, going on? Whether anyone's going, anyone's staying, are they friends again? What's happened? There's no friends in wrestling, no, apparently anymore. Uh, yeah, it looked like Kenny got the vacation instead because he's posting pictures hanging out in Japan with with Coda, with King Coda. Mm. Oh man, that was heartwarming. Nature yeah. is healing. The fact that these two are buddy buddy. Uh, golden lovers reunite let's do it bring them bring them over uh yeah it's it's interesting i guess maybe with more time we'll hear more about kind of where things land and how the outcome maybe can help us figure out more of what happened mm. and did a steel really bite kenny oh I, th- I think that's i think that's uh factual let's just like yeah it's almost like i'm refusing to believe that's true but like it's it's sounding more and more like it's true uh and i don't know it's not funny but it's pretty funny uh like i hope he didn't seriously bite him code is gonna have to kick his ass uh so next week is grand slam and they got a pretty big show lined up you knew you were getting a big title match which we assumed the outcome and we're getting that outcome but uh this is a good show to kind of head into that direction again using the top talent they have which i think they did a good job it was interesting this week because uh there was a tweet earlier in the day from tony khan about putting a bunch of sort of preview stuff on social media today 
And that seemed a bit of a, a new thing on this week's show. A lot of the kind of matches on today's show or set up on Rampage, which don't really have much backstory. They kind of made some backstory right. with the like Jay Lethal Jungle Boy. It was like made a video package as if these two have been feuding for yeah. weeks. And it was just, no, just a throwaway match. Just yeah. a, I, I found that interesting this week because it was literally every single match had some sort of video package to hype it up. Tony Khan, his Twitter, like when he tweeted that, uh, he was mentioning like, this is something that they're going to do more of, I mm. guess, going forward. So yeah, why not? Uh, it adds it, something it to gives, a match. It adds some, exactly. It adds something to a match that's had maybe like no story, just a cold match. Uh, I, I didn't mind it. Uh, so we kick off Dynamite from Wednesday, September 14th from Albany, New York. Why didn't we uh, do a road trip to Albany? We could have. Could not, have yeah. not too far. We had fun at Buffalo last week. Yeah. Uh, we start off with a Eliminator match. The winner of this goes to face the winner of the main event tonight, next week at Grand Slam. And we have Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. Uh, Moxley, of course, getting a huge ovation reaction here in Albany. Uh, and Sammy, I liked his tights. He's getting booed a lot, but I like his, his gear. He looked good. But he, There's something about his body type with the short trunks he looks like a diver he looks like uh tom daly he looks like like a michael phelps body no no a diver oh okay yeah so like michael phelps swam okay gotcha yeah still like underwear speedos yeah kind of similar uh sammy guevara uh starts to chop at john moxley and moxley is having none of it and starts to mock him by selling like the chop hurt him so much that he lays down he lays down and yeah. then gets back to his feet like that was nothing and then beats him up a bit sammy sends mox to the outside and hits his running fast tope and then stomps moxley's back of his head into the steel steps uh which gains some control but then when we come back moxley uh, is on the apron with Sammy and hits the dirty deeds. Like, remember the headlock driver? The original, it's like uh, blunt force trauma, isn't it? Which yeah. LA Knight uses. Uh, yeah, true. It's so, like that before he changed it. The party similar to the party foul, kind of mm. similar to that. He hits this on the apron, and Sammy Guevara like completely turns upside down. Uh, I wish they replayed this, but I looked it up afterwards, and it looked crazy. Uh, after this, Moxley's in control, and Anna J runs down. And gets on the apron to distract the ref, which allows Ty to come into the ring and low blows Moxley, kicks him right in the nuts. This guy was supposed to be on vacation, but here he is getting his yeah. nuts kicked in by uh, Tainara. When Sammy rolls him up, but somehow Mox kicks out. And then uh, this, of course, uh, pisses off William Regal, who's on commentary for his combat club boys, Moxley. And says, uh, sorry if I get canceled, but will I get canceled if I call these ladies harlots on TV? Because he's <laughs> mad at these two evil women helping Sammy. Uh, somehow, Mox gets up. Sammy tries to hit the GTH, but Mox counters that and hits the Death Rider. One, two, three. Mox is going to Grand Slam. Uh, yeah, good match. I, I don't think anyone really expected Sammy to win this at all. So I actually thought they did quite a good job kind of replaying the stuff with Ty and Anna from last week, which cost Darby the match. Uh, I thought they did a good job to kind of, the, oh, are they going to do this with with Mox as well? Uh, so got me more into it than I otherwise would have been. But no, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty entertaining. Yeah, pretty fun opener. I had a little bit, like Sammy's gimmick now is he uses Tay to 
like interact mm-hmm. uh, interfere and stuff like that. But we knew Mox was going to win. But I did like Sammy's promo that he cut. They didn't air any of that, but he would. I think it was on their Twitter as well. Like kind of don't don't overlook me essentially. But uh, I like Sammy and I like his wrestling. But him and Mox definitely uh, gelled pretty well. But we knew Mox was going forward to that and. Uh, this is when uh, Moxley like leaves, and we're about to go to commercial break. When we hear like MJF wants a microphone, but they go to commercial. So when we come back, MJF's music hits, and he comes down to the ring. And uh, well, MJF cuts this promo on John Moxley here, where he's. It's almost. It's almost. <laughs> is it weird that it reminded me of Punk calling out Hangman? So commentary made a point. They said uh, Mox has hit the showers from right. this match because a lot of the stuff Mox uh, MJF was saying. Yeah. You go. Why isn't Mox coming out? And I'm sure the crowd were maybe thinking that. Yeah. But, uh, they said, "Oh, normally Mox would be coming out to this, but he's just had his match, so he's hit the showers." Yeah. So this allows MJF to talk his shit. And he says that he hasn't slept a, a wink of sleep, Moxley, and tells everyone to shut their damn mouths. He's super over here, but he's trying to shut them yeah. down. I think he does. A, he's one of the best at doing a good job of reminding the crowd he's he's mean. Uh, he tells us that uh, he knows that Moxley, we're not the same person. Uh, I don't play a character like you. You're a joke, like all these schmucks. He says that he read Moxley's book and knows that Moxley grew up poor. And then ended up drowning his sorrows in alcohol because he's a worthless drunk. And he says, you beat the habit. And uh, the crowd starts to boo MJF for bringing up that. And that's when MJF tells someone to shut your mouth, fat boy, as he likes to tell people that. He then says bad, pe- that bad things happen when people get in MJF's way. And that's when he mentions the vacation and how kind of Moxley was supposed to be on one. Well, you should just take that vacation and skip Arthur Ashe because that title belongs to me. And Moxley, you say you fought your demons. And in your book, you say you always feel like you have a demon hanging above your head. And that demon tells you that you can't make it. Well, that demon's going to take everything. I am that demon. Uh, so, yeah, cutting a pretty mean promo on Moxley, which makes total sense of him. I figured, like, okay, well, Moxley just had a match, so he's not hearing yeah. this because he probably would come out and beat him up. So it did remind me of Punk calling out Hangman, but I think they turned a negative into a positive. I think this maybe could be a bit of a a red herring. Like, you're setting up to expect it to be Mox, uh, MJF coming right. out of next week. Yeah. But maybe it's not, and we go with uh, Danielson instead. Uh, I like bringing up the stuff from his book, uh, talking about the story where his bike got stolen and kind of saying that you're not this this tough guy, basically. It's all an act. Yeah. And you're, you're still really that scared little kid. Um, and I like that he referenced the loss to Mox that he had you beat uh, me, but, two years ago. But now I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah, he's, he's a new person. He's, I'm a man. Yeah. Like Dominic. Like Dom. <laughs> uh, no, as always, great stuff here from MJF. Yeah, he then introduces the people, the men who helped me get my chip. And he introduces, uh, led by a man who's been my best friend for many years. And he introduces Stokely and The Firm. Mm. Yeah, The Firm. So Stokely comes out with W. Morrissey. Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, and The Gun Club. The Ass Boys. Uh, So Stokely, uh, MJF basically gives him the mic and, and... walks out there, lets Stokely take over and talk his talk. 
Stokely says he's not a publicist, not a manager, and uh, mentions uh, that like uh, this was all a plan. He's been planning this thing and not being overlooked. Uh, kind of makes mention and reference to like I'm not a manager, meaning I didn't. It didn't work out with all the other stuff he was doing because I don't think he said the baddies directly. He he kind of alluded to the fact that he's done with the baddies. Uh, he said he's not a manager, publicist, and certainly not an assistant. And that's kind of where it was like, oh, is he? He's moved on. Says he's a friend. He's yeah. just representing MJF as a friend who, because uh, I believe they have been paired up before on the indies. And they have known each other for a long time. Gotcha. So kind of uh, talked with MJF about him wanting to leave. And he was like, no, you've got money on the table there. And they decided to hatch this plan, which has been going on for weeks with him giving the cards out. So Stokely mentions something about blackmail. It sounded as if he's going to blackmail a lot of other wrestlers and people here in AEW to get like what he wants to get his, his friends and his clients ahead. And then, like, kind of goes through the the team of his his firm here. This, yeah, this felt very Wizard of Oz at this point. It's like, and W. Morrissey, you know what you're missing? <laughs> you're missing the, the TNT championship. And Lee Moriarty, you can have a heart. And yeah. Guns, you can have a brain. And it felt really like that. If I only had a brain. Mm. Uh, I feel like... I didn't. I mean, so he go, he runs through. He also did the. I, I think I'm. I could be overlooking this, but did did Stokely do the Tony Khan hug to Morrissey? <laughs> it looked like oh, he really? did the, the like the 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 Cesaro one, right. the Okada one. Uh, so Stokely hugging Morrissey and telling him I love you, and he's like, "Did you hear me? I told you I love you." And Morrissey's like, "I heard you. I heard you. Just yeah, okay." He says that. He's gonna. T- he basically, in in one swoop here, does give some direction and kind of puts in our head like, okay, these people are gonna go in this sort of way because he mentions Ethan Page and how Ethan Page is representing the great country of Canada, and soon there'll be dynamite in Canada, and therefore Ethan Page is gonna be the Canadian All Atlantic champion. So mm-hmm. kind of signaling that that could be a potential matchup we get. At the Toronto, Toronto show, maybe. Uh, yep. There, he references the Ass Boys going for the sorry, the Gun Club going for the tag, tag titles. Which, if you kind of signal next week, the acclaimed Ass Boys, that drama kind of could link up there again. Uh, and then Moriarty for the pure title. Yeah, Moriarty as well. Who's got us sporting a new look? Green hair. Yeah, kind of looking like uh, Frank Ocean blonde uh, album cover there, like the like dyed the bleached with green kind of thing. It looks cool. He was vibing the whole time. Yeah. He stood out probably the most because Morrissey just didn't look like he wanted to be there. <laughs> and <laughs> Lee Murray was just vibing. And what was it he said for Morrissey? Was it TNT or World? Or I think TNT is what he right. he was aiming at. But the firm, the firm. Yeah, uh, I quite like their theme as well as they were walking. Oh, up, it sounded like, good. Yeah. Uh, like going back up the ramp, uh, Stokely kind of grooving away there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they kind of made. Um, I think they kind of alluded that they're kind of done with MJF as yeah, well. Yeah. So yeah. this is the the thing moving forward, and they've done their help for MJF, but they're not. Uh, MJF's not a part of this group, which I think's good because I think, especially for Ethan Page, who would just come across as MJF light in the group. So I think. Yeah, I do like Ethan Page. I think is is great, and then he was in he was in a team where they had a mouthpiece mm. of Dan Lambert, 
And then they moved him away now to a group again who's also has a mouthpiece in Stokely. So it is. A I hope they let him kind of let him talk a, a bit as well because he is pretty fantastic. I would have liked a bit more kind of reference. They did like he did reference like you weren't doing anything with those two bums or something like yeah. that. Um, but there is a lot of kind of just dropping cold, like with the the baddies and yeah. and with them. I think it, they could have maybe hit the nail a little bit more on those two things. I, I love Stokely and Hey, this gives all these guys something to do and go forward. Another stable that, you know, other stables can beat yeah. <laughs> essentially. So that's fine. Uh, I just felt like it was dragging from MJF, like a pretty long promo mm-hmm. and then like passing it off makes sense. But then I felt like it was strange because it felt like I was struggling. It could have been to, condensed a bit. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was struggling to keep up. Like, okay, we just heard a lot of talking and now you're talking and mm-hmm. now you're talking about these guys and, it was still good, and I still want to see like kind of where it can go. But I was like, all right. Uh, but I I like both MJF promo and the Stokely promo, and uh, I want to see Moriarty versus Garcia. Garcia yeah. Hell yeah, that should be sweet. We go to Jungle Boy. We see the the Twitter stuff about how earlier he had an open contract. He's back, and well, at first I thought Satnam Singh was answering the the contract, but actually it's Jay Lethal. So we're getting that match. How excited were you when you found this out? Yeah, this is the first of those kind of videos I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and just Sanjay Dutt's just too much. <laughs> He's just a He's little too, too over the top. He's yelling throughout this whole video. You're just a boy. You're a boy. You're a boy. And then coming to the ring here, just you're a boy. You're a boy. Yeah. Come up with someone else. Yeah, uh, he's just a bit much. Yeah, I had no interest. Well, because they <laughs> called Jungle Boy because they're not calling him Jungle Boy Jack Perry anymore again, or something. I don't. Is that why he was saying it? But yeah, uh, I feel like we, why are we still seeing so much Jay Lethal? Like, there's a lot of other wrestlers here too. Again, not knocking Jay Lethal, but like, can we? He's just the fall guy for a lot. Like, so much of this storyline that I feel instantly killed the crowd. Yeah, yeah, he he's definitely th- this group are definitely. Uh, change channel for me yeah I'm not too big into these guys uh i do think it was weird too that this is supposed to be the return of jungle boy and instead of being pissed at christian which i think it's apparent that he's injured and can't do the match no mention of that and he's just i'm back and i want to open challenge uh, like, he sounded mad of course he's pissed but he came when he came out for his entrance he had a different demeanor and yeah. was looking at the the grating by the pyro uh he wasn't doing his usual pose or anything um so yeah it's still playing on his mind the thing but not really uh surprised we didn't see maybe a luchasaurus because we're gonna go towards that match yeah you would assume that's the while you're waiting for christian to come back yeah uh, eventually we'll go back to that match i'm sure but yeah well jungle boy versus jay lethal uh jungle boy's in control he's doing all his flashy arm drags out of the corner off the ropes pretty impressive uh lethal gains control during picture in picture and starts to beat down on him Jungle Boy gets him to the outside, though, goes for a tope, but Satnam blocks it by just standing in front of him. He's pretty tall. They say he's 7'4". That I, seems, I believe it. That seems, like, really tall. Like, 7 feet is tall, but 7'4"? Like, is that a shoot? I, th- I think he might be up there. They yeah. wouldn't lie to us, right? <laughs> they wouldn't say he's, like, 7'4". According to... Because he played basketball, didn't he? Yeah. He's 2.18 meters. Let's see what that is. That seems feet. pretty tall, man. Uh, okay, 7.15. Okay. That's still pretty tall. Yeah. 
Uh, so he blocks him and Lethal starts to beat up Jungle Boy. When we come back, Jungle Boy beats him up and finally hits a, a, like a, sorry, he tries to suplex him, but can't. He's selling the back and eventually gets this huge, uh, brain buster on Lethal though. Lethal comes back with like an avalanche side Russian leg sweep. Uh, but Jungle Boy kicks out of it and it goes for the unprettier in a, mm. in an odd series of events, but it's blocked and he's hit with the lethal combination, a deadly one that looked pretty good. But eventually Jungle Boy, Gets lethal into the snare trap and Jay Lethal tap taps out. So yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with this match, but I didn't really have much interest in it, unfortunately, and it didn't do anything like it didn't go overboard to really grab my attention. Yeah, but it was technically fine. I feel like you could big up Jungle Boy to have like a big match against Wardlow and like put on a big feet but it's luchasaurus that like maybe cost him the matches like stuff sure like just big him up a, i think i think it was apparent and it's i feel like that every time i watch that when you had a hot crowd for the opening match tonight mm-hmm. you had a hot crowd for mjf the people were still supporting and you know playing along with stokely but then when you had jay lethal come out quiet dead so it's like it's like it's killing it like the killing the the yeah the, so it's also killing whatever momentum Jungle Boy has, even though he's got none because he got his head battered. Well, I in. mean, they wanted to give him a win. So yeah. who do you? Yeah. Who is there really to give a win against? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Jay Lethal is disposable. Yeah. Yeah. We get a video for Action Bronson and Hook, and next week on the Grand Slam Rampage, Hook and Action Bronson are going up against 2.0. Uh, this was, they looked serious here. In a dark gym training away. Boxing. Yeah. Action Bronson looks pretty scary. Yeah. I think he could be good. Yeah. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty jealous of you getting to see Action Bronson wrestle. Cause... I'll be asleep by this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rampage, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing this. And I know that 2.0 bump around for, oh, yeah. for Action Bronson. No, this sure. should be fun. Uh, and I mean, if you, if you like, no, Action Bronson, I, I've been seeing it. People have been posting, like, he's been going to shows since, like, ECW shows, like, back in the day. He's a long time, like, mm. fan and stuff. So, uh, I'm sure he's excited. But speaking of being excited, I got very excited when we throw to backstage and we have Luigi, the pizza maker. I don't know if you've seen this video. I definitely shared it. Have, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I've watched it a bunch. This guy basically does the, the Orange Cassidy, the big game Leroy, but instead he's making a pizza while wrestling. And it's not like he's like lousy. making the dough, like spinning the dough and everything. But, but like he's not lousy at it. He's no. amazing at it. So unfortunately they didn't play that clip to kind of, in case no one knew what they were talking about. But if you know, you know kind of thing. But before he can even speak, he gets kicked in the head. Yeah, I think they could have given him a couple more seconds to actually show off what he could do. Because we just saw this guy who most people realistically aren't going to know. Yeah. You're going to see this guy spinning pizza for a second and then get kicked. And it's like, sorry, what just happened? Yeah, you I think to you, clarify. You needed to do a bit more uh, to get the gag over. Uh, Ethan Page kicked him in the head, murders him, and then says... Like, I, what's going on here? This this is a serious show. Like, enough of this stupid shit. And in comes Dan House, yeah. <laughs> who like basically is is now mad because Luigi got kicked in. I guess they're buddies. So Ethan Page and Danhausen now have a match on, on Rampage. Rampage. So Ethan Page should beat Danhausen, but 
Luigi should get a match against Ethan Page next week. I think you need to now showcase the pizza guy. Maybe the pizza guy will be on Rampage. I mean, what better city than New York City for a pizza guy to do the (laughs) pizza spot? This guy's going to have a moment of his life if they book this. So, like... Oh, so you think they'll do that match next week? I would. All right. The ratings, bro? (laughs) Pizza guy Luigi versus Ethan Page. Book it. Uh, But, yeah. I could see him getting involved with the Danhausen match. I mean, he's there. there. Yeah, Yeah, they're taping it now, right? So, uh, Luigi the pizza guy. Wrestling's great. We go to Matt Hardy. Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day. But I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Matt Hardy's backstage, and uh, he's cutting a promo on on what Darby Allen or was this? It was showing. Sorry, it was showing Darby Allen do some tricks at the uh, circuit Nitro Circus. So he was doing a tricycle off a ramp onto yeah. another ramp. Kind of, I didn't know they on did fire. Probably I don't know. <laughs> it's a burning building <laughs> yeah. explosions. Yeah, uh, Darby doing Darby stuff really. Matt Hardy cuts a promo after this backstage and says that. He knows all about extreme, meaning he was in Team Extreme. He had to remind us. And then says that, you know, you and my brother had a banger of a match, Darby. So how about you up the ante and you face me on Rampage? So we're getting the match that I know you've been waiting for for quite a long time. Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen on Rampage. Yeah, Matt even threatened that he's going to go for the world title <laughs> in this promo. Darby, you better he, put him down. He, <laughs> he's like, I've got uh, goals to like rise up the ranks and and go for the championship. So first I'm going to face you because you're extreme too. Um, yeah, I kind of get worried with Matt Hardy in these kind of matches. It's not an extreme rules match. No, I know, but it's Darby. And he's talking about being extreme and he'll go to the extreme again. Uh, we saw what happened with Sammy Guevara and Matt. Um, but sure, again, interest. this was 
a bit more promotion, I think, than usual that we'd get for for Rampage. A bit of a video package here, and mm. uh, and putting Derby, who's that's what two weeks in a row now. They Derby's on Rampage. I feel they are trying to maybe beef it up a bit. Maybe Jeff comes back. Well, that was he mentioned him, didn't he? Which we haven't really. We had the Christian line, yeah, uh, a few weeks ago, but this first time Matt's really mentioned Jeff. Yeah, something I noticed: Matt Hardy was wearing a T-shirt in this promo, and I had to look up what this T-shirt was. And he's definitely worn it before, but I had to make sure it was real. So, Pro Wrestling Tees, Matt Hardy has a multiverse of Matt Hardy T-shirt. So it says Hardy on the shirt. Right. And then each letter's got a different version of Matt Hardy on the <laughs> on the you letter. <laughs> you gotta go to Presley like, yeah. Matt Hardy. Because <laughs> it won't be available at the arena because they're no. the shop sucks. As going okay, we were at Dynamite last week and then we've been at the we've been at a few other shows. Their merch, like in Detroit, was nothing. They had CM Punk shirts in Detroit. He wasn't even on the card. And for this show last week in Buffalo, they had no merch. We had friends who went to All Out. They said the same thing, that there wasn't anything like to really buy. Last week in Buffalo, they were selling CM Punk shirts, and there was a huge line. And I went up to the merch guy and pissed him off because I asked if the punk stuff was half off. And he hmm. gave me the nastiest no. Uh, did you find this shirt? No. I think I have it open. Everyone should go find it. Uh, oh, Maybe I closed it, but I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but Matt Hardy multiverse shirt. If you... The Wanna... truth is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I just know you're you love Matt Hardy, so uh, great stuff. We go to Powerhouse Hobbs. <coughs> p- 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 Powerhouse goes one on one with Matt Di Martino. Yes, we all know Matt Di Martino making his AEW debut, Albany's own. So uh, you know what happens to Matt here? He gets eaten by Hobbs, huge spinebuster, and play the p- p- powerhouse. Uh, after this, Hobbs is somehow bleeding in the mouth, like a lot. I don't know what happened here. What's Did- with this? Like, Joe just showed up and bled last week and didn't do anything. Someone hit him with a sling blade or something? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so, Hobbs has the mic and the crowd chant, we want Ricky. And he says, yeah, 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 I know you want Ricky, but I beat Ricky. And now it's time for Powerhouse Hobbs to open a new chapter in the book of Hobbs. And it starts tonight... But the crowd start to stir, and out comes Ricky Starks through the crowd. No music, just walking in, shades on. Shades on at night, shades on inside, the way we like it. And he walks straight to the ring. He goes through the crowd. crowd is super hot for Starks here. And attacks Hobbs. Hobbs uh, beats him up, but Ricky takes a mic and nails him in the head. And Hobbs retreats and walks up the ramp. And we just see Hobbs' mouth still bleeding, mm. and Taz somehow tries to say that the microphone to the forehead is what caused uh, Hobbs' teeth to bleed. But, right. <laughs> hey, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm pleased that they're continuing this Hobbs and Starks. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. I wasn't against the the squash at, uh, at All Out, but I do want to see uh, see Ricky Starks get get some something in. So I, I could totally see this being a, a bit of a bigger TV match between these two uh, that, that actually gets a bit more time. Uh, but I was happy Ricky still getting great reactions from this crowd. So they've not turned off him since the last loss. Uh, yeah, I th- I think it's elevating both guys. They, yeah, they treated Ricky good and the crowd react to Ricky. And mm. they treat him like a star. Walking through like he's mad and kind of more quiet and subdued than just coming out with his music. 
was different. It was good. Uh, this feud will definitely continue, and I, and I like it. Uh, I found the Matt Hardy shirt if you want to look at oh, it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, gotcha. It's great. Every, great podcasting here, but I had to show you. Uh, we go to uh, the Death Triangle, who are champions, trios champions, and Pac is a double champ because he's also the All-American, all American, um, all Atlantic champion, so first ever AEW double champ. And they say that their momentum is on fire, and they're all going to be double champs because the Lucha Bros now have a match with Swerve in Our Glory for the tag titles, meaning this faction will instantly become the the biggest faction going in wrestling. If we're all double champions in this company, we we run shit. So tonight, right now, we're winning these titles, which sets up this match, which when this was announced kind of earlier in the show, it was like, oh, yeah, this should be great. Absolutely. So Swerve in Our Glory, Swerve and Keith Lee versus the Lucha Bros, Penta and Ray Phoenix. We get this crazy... Uh, like back and forth from Ray Phoenix and Swerve, where Swerve like counters a move and then like handstands to get out of it. Very impressive. Uh, there's then a crazy like double springboard avalanche Rana on Ray Phoenix, which was nuts. Keith Lee comes in, he's throwing these guys around. Uh, eventually, there Swerve comes back in and puts a huge gory special on Ray Phoenix, bending him in half. Penta comes in, he's on fire, the sling blade, and uh, then there's uh, Swerve and Lee, who shut both Lucha Bros down, and they go for the spirit bomb, but that stopped. And then Ray Phoenix hits this like double, triple rope jump into an avalanche Spanish fly. This guy just flies and floats in the air, uh, but it's not enough to end it. And then somehow, some way, Penta jumps off the back of Swerve, I think, or his own brother Ray, to mm. jump up and prop himself up into the air. To hit Keith Lee, who is a big boy, which me equals a very big Canadian destroyer. The crowd go absolutely mental. I screamed like that's a that's a pretty. I know the move is overplayed, but Keith Lee's big. We've seen Lee do it with Dijak, yeah. but that's another big guy to yeah. do it with. And Penta being a lot smaller, uh, yeah, this did look great with the step up, especially. Yeah. Uh, Crowder going absolutely mental, and then uh, somehow that's not the finish. Keith Lee gets up. They, he isolates Penta, and I think I think it was Penta, and eventually hits the big bang catastrophe to pick up the win and retain the titles. But pretty fun little match here that had some crazy spots. Really fun match. Gives another big win to Swerve or Glory before they possibly drop the title next week. You think so? Um yeah, I, I can see them dropping the title and then having maybe Lee and Swerve feud with each other. So I, I think this was a way to, hey, we might not have a chance to do this match again, so let's put it on. Sure. I do question, though, having your brand new trios champions. Like, I mean, you can say, sure, that's trios and they don't have pack, but still, their very first match after winning yeah, is the title. Yeah, a tag match. Especially when we've had this title be vacated immediately right and then these guys win and they lose next week it it does already kind of i don't know i i feel now the elite have gone like these titles i don't know how important they're really gonna be right right do you know what i mean let's hope so but you're you're right it's already like putting them in a sh corner like hey look you're champions but you want another type these other titles mm. yeah well the acclaimed come out after the match and no Music, Max Caster decides to cut the music and says, yo, 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 listen. He says, 
Swerve, if you ever interrupt my raps again, I'm going to beat I'll your you. ass. Yeah, <laughs> I will murder you if you interrupt my bars. He, he says that, Swerve, all you do is nut hug every famous person you know. And uh, you better bring those titles next week. And you better roll your boy Keith Lee and his ass to New York so we can take them from us. So we can take them from you. We are the uncrowned champs. We are the next world champs because everybody loves the acclaimed. Yeah, it, it's great seeing these two right now. How over they are with this crowd. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for this match. I I loved the first one. Um, I think the expectation is there for something really good now, and I I really hope all four bring it again. They were wearing a different Scissor Me shirt. It was, this one was Oh the, Scissor Me Daddy. Yeah, so they've picked up on that chant pretty quick. Uh, as we said, they they probably will because that once that catches on, like yeah, that, these guys remind me of. It's funny because they're with Daddy Ass. They remind me of the New Age Outlaws of just how quick you can turn turn around and be like pretty over and get over with it, the crowd. It's the uh, Enzo and Cass thing yeah. as well. We we saw just from their their shtick got yeah. them really popular. The the case with these two is they're backing up in the ring as well. They have so it's not that yeah. we're just into the the pre match shtick. It's when it comes to the match, bell to bell, they've been really good. Yeah, I mean. I like all of their matches more than Outlaw matches. Well, <laughs> New no, Age that, Outlaw matches. That's match. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Uh, both, both the Outlaws and Enzo Cass got away with just being, yeah. being fun characters. I'd say these guys are better wrestlers. But yeah. these guys are way better wrestlers. Uh, I love to see these guys shine. I do think they should win the titles next week. Is it just too obvious? Is it just not the time? But it's so hot. You need to strike while it's hot. So, yeah. like, why not do it? But uh, it's I don't think... I don't think the plan would have been to run this match back um, if, yeah. like, if if you didn't get that reaction at All Out. Yeah. You know, I could have totally seen them going to maybe the FTR match at Grand Slam or something like that. Sure. But I think it's this is almost the audible. You know, you didn't call it during the match, but all right, let's just flip it in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, they could defend against the Ass Boys, like pre-mentioned. Uh, they, there's a few other teams they could do. I think FTR should be back in the title picture, but it looks like they're doing some New Japan shows. Okay. That Aussie Open match over there. But, nice. Uh, yeah. We go to Pac backstage, and he's about to be interviewed, talking about his All-Atlantic title. We see Penta and Ray walking off after their loss. But Pac is interrupted because he's punched in the damn face by Orange Cassidy. Yeah, he was mad because kind of the interviewer said, like, you've hit like a roadblock or something like that from that loss. And he was like, hey, I'm a double champ. Put some respect on my name. Uh, but yeah, this punch came out of nowhere and I kind of forgot about the setup from yeah. last week. So I was like, what's he doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Orange then saying that uh, he was like, I'm coming for you, basically. Yeah, Orange just lays him out with the orange punch and then says, double champ, huh? Not for long. So next week, Grand Slam, All-Atlantic title, Pac versus Orange Cassidy. Could you see Orange taking that? Uh, I I mean, either way, it's, it's this title doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would think Pac keeps it just because he's doing the indie shows and stuff overseas. Mm. But at the same time, Orange Cassidy is fun and can probably do indie stuff in the States. So... It's whether you want to uh, maybe go with Orange versus Ethan Page at, uh, in possibly Toronto rather than... Oh, true. Although maybe... And you don't need a double champ right now. Or maybe maybe Pac versus P- 
Page is the way to go because Pat can just play kind of de facto heel in that if you think if you think Page might be cheered in yeah. Toronto, whereas Orange Cassidy is very hard to boo. So it's maybe just, you keep it on Pat. It's just like next week you're not getting the trios title match because he's he has a match that's mm. this title, so that already is kind of muddying. True. Yeah. So you could just get it off him to kind of separate him and let the trios thing be a hot act without that title kind of being yeah. there, but. Orange Cassidy is a solid act that you could put any title on, and yeah, like you could put the world title on him. Really, I think at this like one day he needs to be. Uh, but if he takes this All Atlantic title, he could do indie shows. He just wrestled at the Mall of America. He right. can go defend it at their next show yeah. or something. Which that show looked so cool. The first wrestling show or whatever that's what they called. Yeah, I wonder if like a AEW try to yeah. do that. I'm, I figure those guys beat them to the chase. Yeah. Like, Oh, you guys are probably going to want to do that. And John Cena covered that all on Shot in the Dark this yeah. week. So go and listen to that show. A few listeners uh, messaged us that they were there in the tennis. Nice. We go to Tony Storm and Athena. They have a tag match up next, but it's not against Hikaru Shida and Britt because Britt took out Shida. She attacked her, mm-hmm. so she couldn't be in this match. Uh, so we have uh, Athena cutting a promo saying an apple a day keeps the DMD away. And says that we're going to beat you up tonight. And Tony says that, Britt, you're uh, you're not a really great wrestler because you still have to go be a dentist on the weekends. Which I thought was one of the worst disses I've ever heard in wrestling. Hey, Britt, you suck, so you're going to go be a dentist as your side job. Like, of all side jobs, I'd say that's a pretty, yeah, really good side hustle, in, pra- in fact, actually, so... Yeah, I, I found this one a bit odd. Again, this was kind of in the style of the other stuff as more of a video package because it was cutting in with clips of the, uh, like, hater and yeah. Brit falling out last week. Um, what I found odd is the the music that was underscoring these promos. Uh, it, it just felt a little, little strange mm. with that, but... Uh, was just a creative choice all throughout the show for every match, These really. little videos. But I don't know if I'd do the music. I don't mind cutting the clips of showing what happened, but it was kind of like a cinematic promo, yeah. in a way. Well, we go to the match now. Tony Storm and Athena versus Serena Deeb, who's now with uh, Britt Baker. I didn't know that was the uh, original schedule. I thought it was Jamie Hayter, but... They're, they're not friends they're, right now. They're not, or are they? We get Serena in the ring with Tony Storm, and they're having a chop exchange. And Serena's really chopping it to Tony. Eventually, Athena comes in and hits this pretty innovative move. It's like a fireman carry into a gut buster or a sort of power. I don't know what it was, but it looked like a code breaker type thing. It was pretty sweet. Uh, Tony's back in and is gets her 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 ass attack blocked, but then ends up hitting a jumping tornado DDT. Onto the outside. She's been doing this move lately. It looks great. Mm. It didn't look great last week when she won a match with it. We were there at the show. Against Ford. But when she does it like the crazy spinning one on the outside, it usually looks pretty deadly. Uh, Back in the ring, Deeb gets control again and locks in a few different submissions, including a really deep arm bar. Uh, Eventually, Athena's back in and uh, gets out of it. And there's like a pop-up into a Meteora, double knees for a near fall. There's then a cross body, but Serena counters it and puts Tony in a single leg crab like Lance Storm. Eventually, Britt's in and super kicks the head off Athena there. And then... Throws her into the steps. It's like she had it out when she heard yeah. Athena make fun of her about being the dentist or DMD an apple a day or whatever. Just starts beating the hell out of Athena here. Uh, eventually uh, sends Athena into the steps. And then uh, this Brit hit a destroyer. <laughs> I, 
I wrote destroyer, but I think what I meant to say was destroys her. Right. Uh, we already had a destroyer in, on this show. Is the quota filled? There's Brit who then grabs a chair and the ref isn't looking and the chair's in the corner. The finish was a little weird here because it looked like the chair was supposed to be propped there and Tony goes flying into it. But she hadn't put it there yet, so she just held it. She just held it in the right. And then yeah. Tony kind of hit it, and then Deeb rolls up Tony and gets an upset win over our interim champ. But it was it was foul play. Uh, and then after the match, there's a stomp to Athena, and she goes to hit her with the chair. But Jamie stops her, but uses the chair on Tony, and then walks off as Britt saying, "Hey, I'm still sorry for what happened." So Jamie's like mad at her, but still helping her out. Yeah. Which I, which I get. Yeah. It's like, I'm pissed at you right now, but still, I'm not going to yeah. let these fucks get to you. It's exactly. my beef. Uh, I, I got into parts of this match. I thought there was some... Uh, I liked the near falls at the end with the kind of the super kick breakups. I, I find a lot of... Pretty much every Brit match has the, you know, the apron spot with, um, with Rebel. Um, oh, yeah. And I do... I find all the time whenever they do it, it's clunky. And the, the ref looks a bit stupid. So yeah. I, I think, and this has been going on for a long time now, either get rid of it or try and think of a more creative way to do the distractions because it's like, there are good distraction finishes, but this all the time, it's just Rebel like gets on the apron and the ref it's is every just, match. There's an apron, apron wrestling. And I think, they could wrestling. Be, I think they could be a bit smarter with it if they want to win by foul play. Uh, I liked Athena's cell of the stomp as well. I looked thought deadly. it looked great. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of uh, I kind of got into this and uh, giving Deeb the win over Tony, which at first I thought, oh, maybe we're going to get a Deeb-Tony singles match. But then they announced that we're getting a, a four-way at Grand Slam next week. Yeah, four-way for the interim champ- women's championship. Storm defending against Deeb, Athena, and Britt Baker. So, mm. hey, that should be pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't see a title change, though. No. It's the... Probably Deeb taking the pin. Yeah. Uh, Then we go to our main event here. The winner of this goes to Grand Slam next week to face John Moxley for the AEW World Championship. We have Brian Danielson going up against Chris Jericho. A rematch from All Out just a few weeks ago and a rematch from the uh, inaugural episode of NXT. Yes. That you can hear us talk about uh, on a show just recently. So Danielson Jericho 2, as they're calling it, starts off with a lot of offense from both guys. Where Jericho's trying to go at Danielson, but ends up getting kicked and chopped. And pretty quickly, Jericho's chest is pretty red here. Uh, and he's wearing like a, a cross necklace, like a chain. And I could, t- I think Danielson was chopping him just where it was, which probably would hurt his hand. Yeah, just- Jericho's, uh, sorry, Danielson's hand <laughs> looked, looked really red, red. <laughs> pretty early here. Uh, there's the knee off the apron to the outside early on. He's working on Jericho, lays him face down and hits the diving headbutt to his back of his head for a near fall. Jericho comes back, hits his triangle dropkick, followed up by like the triangle Pascada to the outside. Then there's more chops. And every time Jericho tries to chop Danielson, it's like Danielson laughs it off and then just really gives Jericho another one, which his chest just keeps getting redder and redder. Eventually, there's a Rana off the top. There's German suplexes from Danielson, cattle mutilation. Jericho somehow gets out of it. And again, they chop it. And I'm pretty sure, uh, I mean, we all could kind of see Jericho at that press press conference when he's like, uh, shit went down. 
or yeah. something like that. Here it looked like he was like, I can't take anymore, man. Because <laughs> his chest was becoming dog meat here from Danielson, who eventually runs at Jericho with a Busaiko knee, but can't capitalize. They continue to brawl and they suple- Jericho suplexes Brian out of the ring to the floor. Brian lands on his foot and they're selling it that he lands awkwardly when he's being checked on by uh, Doc. Who is this? Doc Samson? checking on him but Jericho ain't got time for that shit so attacks him and attacks the foot and rips off Danielson's boot and then puts Danielson in the figure four around the ring post the crowd is pretty split actually between Danielson and Jericho but we're booing him when he was attacking the foot of Danielson eventually he's back in the ring and Danielson tries to fight back and tries to run at him with only one boot on for the Busaiko knee but basically sells it that he can't really like do it properly and gets dropped into the walls of Jericho crowds going nuts. Eventually Danielson somehow gets out of it. He felt like he was in it for a while and turns it into the LaBelle lock. And there's, there's elbow strikes from both of them. And eventually Jericho has nowhere to go and taps out. Danielson beats Jericho and will go on to for the title match next week. But I loved this main event, and I thought this was a hell of a lot better than their match at the pay-per-view. I, I agree. I, I was a bit higher on the pay-per-view match than most, but this was head and shoulders above that. Um, it felt like I'd be really interested to know who called each match, because I know Jericho said that they kind of talked and were like, do you want to like go through anything and they're like nah let's just call it in the ring yeah and it felt like the one at the pay-per-view was maybe more of like a like Sparring's, a jericho yeah. match whereas this was danielson was like all right i'm just gonna do my shit where i lay in chops and elbows and i'm gonna chop the shit out of you you're gonna take my boot this, off <laughs> this felt way more like the AEW danielson matches we've been seeing uh and and jericho giving it his all as well i thought this worked way better brian danielson's selling is awesome the stuff with the ankle I thought really yeah. worked. Um, and yeah, I, I thought this this really delivered. Uh, Honestly, and it I, did, I, yeah. I feel I feel they probably Jericho more so because I don't think Danielson really cares or looks at social media or anything like that. But Jericho would have definitely heard the criticism. Yeah. And I think he'd have wanted to prove something here as well. He and did, man. Did. It was a great match. He did. He's been on quite a run. Look, I, I love Jericho. I love Danielson. Definitely two of my all-time favorites. And uh, I I liked their match at the pay-per-view, but I was expecting a bit more. more. And I got it here on this. They added the stakes of the championship match. I think we could piece it together What who was going to win this one just with the story. This made the most sense. Yeah. This feels like the biggest match you can do. I, I love this. One of my, I, I say this a lot whenever Danielson and lately Jericho on Dynamite, but one of my favorite Dynamite main events for sure. This was a great main event. They gave them a lot of time. It was fleshed. It had a lot of story to it, especially adding in the boot thing towards the end. Really fantastic stuff. And they added the drama of Daniel Garcia watching backstage. Yeah. And afterwards, he's kind of looking like happy at the screen because his, his, his real boy won here. Uh, but then afterwards, Moxley comes down, mocks Danielson face to face, and they, they handshake. Mm. Because they're. Code of honor. Yeah. The BCC chants ring out, and our main event for Arthur Ashe Grand Slam next week, new AEW champ will be crowned Danielson versus Moxley. 
Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. I love their match they had at was it Revolution? They're gonna um, do that for and sure. And I think this has way more stakes, obviously, on the line. Um and we'll get a bit more I'm trying to remember, I, I'm just looking up what how long their last match went, but um At Revolution. At Revolution. I remember really loving it, but it still didn't hit quite a level I thought that the two could get to. And I think It felt like a first match yeah. of a series. Yeah. And it felt like they had stuff left in the tank what um, happened it was moxley that won they went 20 minutes at the last one yeah moxley won with a inside cradle or something uh yeah just trapped him i think they were yeah. trading pins and he like trapped him right at the and end danielson was pissed and that's when regal came out and slapped him yeah um yeah uh, i'm i'm very much looking forward to this uh I think that'll that, be amazing i think that's a huge main event yeah uh i think danielson should get the strap i i'd be okay with that yeah, because you could do a lot of fresh matches. This dude's still in wrestling mode, it seems. You want me to face this guy on TV? Cool. Give me and half an hour. Do, Let's go. You can do the Mox, uh, Mox uh, MJF feud before MJF decides to cash in his chip, maybe. True, yeah. Or do you see them maybe like kind of changing the rules with this chip and maybe have cash in. Danielson win or Moxley win and a cash in? It sounds as if it's a cash-in just because MJF's promo last week said anytime, anywhere. Mm. Which, yeah, do it. It's, it's, that's a great... Just steal that. Just do it. It's, it's, it adds a lot of heat. However, it's I MJF who you can always like explain that he changes the contract or like money, he's part of his deal, know, money, yeah. all that sort of thing. Something like that. But I do think you're going to get a hell of a banger between Danielson and Mox. And I would... As much as a Mox is on a run, although if you read uh, PWI 500, they didn't quite think so mm. uh, as much. But Mox has been on quite a run. I wouldn't mind another run just because every time you give him the ball, the, the guy's fucking buckets. But Danielson. And if you do go with Danielson, Mox can maybe have a vacation. You know? <laughs> yeah, give this man the vacation <laughs> he deserves. Let him go fishing, goddammit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, this was a pretty sweet dynamite, but I, I mean, I actually really enjoyed this show with a lot of the matches, but that main event really hit for me. I am a long time Jericho and Danielson fan. And this was the match that I was, this was the match I was earning for as a, as a fan on all, all out that I still like their match, but this one really hit for me. I really liked it. Yeah. I, I loved the main event. I did think the, the first, uh, first like hour yeah wasn't really norm, normally dynamite has a killer first hour and then maybe trails a little off in yeah. the the second half and then a good main event i i kind of felt this was the other way around i wasn't i like mox versus sammy but didn't do anything to like blow me away and then there was a lot of talking um and yeah and like weird stuff like matt hardy calling out darby <laughs> and uh and Matt DiMartino and stuff like that. But I, this was on the lower end of Dynamites for me, but I did and I really enjoyed the main. Yeah. Well, next week at Grand Slam, you're going to get the tag team match, Swerve versus the Acclaimed. I think we're agreeing Acclaimed are going to take home the gold. Uh, Moxley Danielson, I think we're saying Danielson. I'm going to go Danielson. Yeah. Women's match, the four-way. I think Tony Storm Tony. retains. Pack Orange Cassidy. Go Pack. Yeah. And then Action Bronson and Hook versus Daddy Magic on the Rampage. I think we can uh, figure Did that out. Did they announce any? They announced another one for Rampage, did they not? For next week? I think so. Oh. Or was it just that? Oh, well, we have Rampage tomorrow, which is Josh Woods versus Samoa Joe, uh, which I don't know if I mentioned the Josh Woods promo, but Josh Woods versus Joe for the ROH TV title. And then Ford versus Nightingale, Hardy versus Allen, and Page versus Danhausen. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, well, that was Dynamite, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll, we have so many podcasts. You'll find us on this feed and our Patreon. Go check it out for all the other podcasts that we do. And, uh, yeah, up next uh, won't be uh, live or video, but the podcast will be out uh, then. And then Wednesday night, you're going to Grand Slam. You're doing the pre-drink. Yep. Come so- to Cheap Shots in, on Queens, in Queens. Uh, come join me. Have some drinks before Grand Slam. Hell yeah. It's just a short Uber or other cab services do exist as well nice. uh, from the arena. So come from three o'clock and let's have some fun. Excellent. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Up Next Podcast. And the Facebook page leads you to the Facebook group, Up Next Group. Uh, join there. There's lots of fun stuff. All the stuff is shared, memes and lots of mm-hmm. fun stuff. And we'll somewhat be doing some sort of BD elite kind of show we're, we're not going to be on hiatus like being the elite but uh they'll be back uh dude, we didn't mention the asshole in the front row with the like bucks owned sorry punk owned the bucks yeah not even a creative sign at least our workers rights one was and funny he kept, kept, he kept holding, holding it up yeah. during like nothing that had anything to do with it yeah yeah uh so thanks for listening guys we really appreciate you uh we couldn't do this without you so we love you uh, I myself Brayden Harrington I'm on Twitter and Instagram I'm at the Bray D and I am at Davey Portman that's it that's all take care goodbye be safe and we'll see you at Grand Slam ahoy Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.